Now, now, real people, real opinions. Nighttime talk with Niall Boylan. Ireland's classic hits radio. I'll tell you why I started this conversation with Jane today. We were talking about, on my podcast today, we were talking about the fact, should you or should you not know, you know, where a paedophile lives in your area? And then some of the people were coming on the show were saying, I don't care, I would torture them and kill them, paedophiles. And uh, coincidentally, I happen to say to, J- to Jane that uh, Dakota have just passed a bill for the death penalty for paedophiles. And last year, Republican, Flor- uh, Republican Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signed legislation that authorizes the use of the death penalty on convicted sex abusers of children. Uh, the new law of Florida and Dakota uh, to seek capital punishment when an adult is convicted of sexual battery of a child under the age of 12. DeSantis also weakened Florida's death penalty jury threshold and require that only one or only eight of the 12 jurors agree in order to implement capital punishment. That threshold is the lowest in the US and makes Florida the only state, besides Alabama and now uh, North Dakota, that doesn't require a unanimous jury to implement the death penalty. Fast forward to this year, Madagascar's parliament has just passed a law allowing for the chemical and in some cases surgical castration of those found guilty of rape of a minor. <clears throat> Pardon me. Chemical castration uses drugs, which are essentially hormone blockers, uh, and they decrease sexual desire. It is generally reversible, but not always, by stopping the drugs. Surgical castration is a permanent procedure. You're cutting their willy off, essentially. I'm sure you know that is. You didn't even have to explain that to you. Anyway, the law has prompted criticism from the International Rights Group, but also found that activists who say it's an appropriate deterrent to curb rape culture so what do you think? Now, both of these solutions are a lot more than what we are doing in this country, uh, where we are frequently seeing paedophiles getting away with short sentences or even suspended sentences. But is the death penalty too much? Is chemical or surgical castration too far? I'm curious about the castration because, from what I understand, this kind of abuse is not just about the sexual nature of it, it's about the power and control. So castration doesn't really change that. You know what I mean? Because the abuser will still want power over a young person. Over a young person, pardon me. But what do you think? Do you agree with the death penalty when it comes to paedophilia? Now, remember, paedophilia typically, by the way, is a child up to the age of 12. A lot of people get confused. We, we just call anybody, you know, once they touch anybody under the age of 18 or certainly 16, a pedo. But herbophilia, just to clarify, is the strong persistent sexual interest by adults and pubescent children, typically age 11 to 14, and showing Tanner stages to uh, two to three of physical development. It differs from paedophilia, sexual interest in pubescent children. And uh, ebophilia, later adolescence, typically is 15 to 19, while individuals with a sexual preference for adults may have some uh, sexual interest in pubescent aged individuals. Researchers and clinical diagnosis have proposed that hebophilia is characterized by a sexual preference for pubescent rather than adult partners. I watched a TED talk today by some yoke. I don't know who she was. I have it up on my Twitter account if you want to go and have a look at it. And it was breaking news. I think it was on Fox or CNN or something. I don't know. Of this yoke giving a TED talk saying we should feel sorry for paedophiles and have some sympathy and they are members of our society. You know, I'm going, okay, you're not going to be popular. Anyway, so many states in America now are starting to do it. Countries are starting to do it to bring in the death penalty um, for paedophilia. Now, what I'm going to say is we cannot bring in the death penalty in Ireland before we go any further in this conversation. So we are ta- talking in theory in this conversation. Because we're part of the European Union, it's prohibited. 
Now, we abolished the death penalty. Mind you, we only took it out of our Constitution in 2001, as far as I remember, but we abolished it. The last person said the death was the 1950s in Ireland. But we took it out of our Constitution in 2001, and that was part of European directives because as being part of the European Union, we do not have the right to put the death penalty back into our Constitution again, even if we wanted to. We would have to leave Europe for that to happen. For example, the United Kingdom could, essentially, if they wanted to bring back the death penalty, but we couldn't. So let's talk in theory and not in practice. Do you believe anybody found guilty of an offence, a sexual offence particularly, of a child under the age of 12 should be given the death penalty without question if found guilty? Do you believe that would be appropriate? Or do you believe they should be castrated, either physically or chemically? Let us know what you think. Uh, chemically always sounds funny, doesn't it? It's almost like we lie in there and pour something on them. Uh, it was <laughs> chemically or physically. Uh, let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Let me go to Pauline. Pauline, hi, how are you? Hi, Niall. Um, yeah, just listen. I'm not sure what I think about it all, but I think what's going on at the moment where an awful lot of things are concerned are absolutely mind-boggling. First of all, I think it's an awful pity we ever did join the European Union, and I know that, that we'll see that to our detriment as the years go by. Um, we're maybe, maybe not. Parents. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. Okay. Oh, there's no, there's no doubt about it because we're being run by it. In any case, uh, we don't. We might as well not have a government. A government, not that we elected for uh, Leo Faradkar in the first place. Uh, we won't go into his um, sexual orientation. Well, his answer. sexual orientation is his own business, by the way, Pauline. But go on. Well, I, I think as as the leader of a predominantly Roman Catholic uh, country, he would not have been elected. He probably wouldn't if we were still living back in the 1950s, but we're not. No, we're not living in the And 1950s. the fact, well, but yeah. Pauline, by the way, the fact that he wasn't elected on the first count and it was the fifth count, and yes, you are right, he was very lucky to be even uh, elected in the last election, has nothing to do with his sexuality. He's, he's breastfed by the World Economic Forum and the uh, union we just discussed. So okay. that's well, an well, move on. Move on yeah. from that. What I do think, though, is that so much is happening. Like, for example, I had a conversation with you about men working in crashes. And my take on it, I wouldn't have it. And I said so to you. I don't think you heard the program. I think it was a podcast. Because I feel that it's not safe for a man to be working where he would be in contact with children, dressing them and undressing them. To me, because that's part of looking after an infant or a toddler in a crash. To me, that would be getting them, not that it would be deliberate, but it would be getting them used to being dressed and undressed by a maid. End of. I don't think it's appropriate. But, but, uh, can I ask you a question, Pauline? All those children in creches that you're referring to that would be getting them used to being undressed or dressed by a male, they all have fathers. Yes. But that's yeah, but and, and do fathers not undress and dress children? That's, I'm not talking about their fathers undressing them and dressing them in a creche. I'm talking about a crash worker being made. Yeah, but I'm no, but no, but I'm asking you a question. A child, as long as they're told to trust somebody by their parent, and the parent are putting them in the trust of something, somebody has to do that. They have to trust that person to dress them and undress them. Because let's be clear about it. You know, a two-year-old can't dress themselves. I don't think you could have a conversation with a six-month-old or a three-year-old. Um, no, you don't, but you, you entrust people to look after them. So you entrust people to look after them, be they male or female. So, so what, what happens if you go out, for example, and you leave your brother-in-law minding your children? Is he not allowed to change I, a nappy? 
no, that wouldn't happen. That, that's just me personally. That's, do you not think that's a bit strange, Pauline? Do you not think that's a bit strange? No, I don't think it's a bit strange. But what you're essentially saying is that every man is a potential paedophile. No, I would never I would never say that. Well, that's kind of what you're saying, that. isn't it? That's kind of no, what you're not. saying. No, you're well, well, it is kind of what I'm you're saying. saying. No, that's kind no, of what you're not. saying. You don't trust you're busy men. Tell, no, you're busy telling me what I'm saying. No, I'm well, going you don't, to tell you what I'm saying. Okay, you don't trust I men. I don't think it's an appropriate role for a man. What, to undress a child? To undress a baby? Not in a crash. Not in a crash. Not in a crash. And, but it's appropriate for a woman to do it, is it? Not in any circumstances, perhaps. In it, where well, and why is it appropriate for a woman to do it and not a man to do it? Because do you, you don't, don't think, think we have female? Role. We don't think we have female paedophiles in the world. Answer the question for me, or will I answer? Yeah, well, you answer like? it if you like. Go ahead. I don't think it's the role of a man. I don't think it's a normal role for a man to want to work in a crash with children. That's just my personal opinion, and I wouldn't. So, that's I like saying children, it's not the normal role for a woman to want to lay bricks, but women do lay bricks. It's not the normal well, role for a man to work as a nurse, but they are nurses. You know what I mean? I mean that's. You. Far and few between bricklayers are women. You know that, and I yeah, know and that. Far a few, and far a few men. Between, uh, men are working in creches. But it's still, some men want to do that. That's perfectly fine, as long as they're guard vetted, and we believe they're safe mm. to do so. What's the problem? Not with me. Here's the problem. I wouldn't, where it comes to, for example, for example where paedophilia is concerned, I wouldn't allow my child to be in a creche where there is the danger, not saying of a creche worker, but of paedophiles in society being of the opposite sex. I wouldn't allow my ch- child to go to a crash where there are male employees. Female, mm. yes, not male. Right? Okay, okay, we'll, come back, we'll come back to that. Let's park that for the moment, yeah. right? Getting back to yeah. the death penalty. If you detect paedophiles so much, which are detested, which most people do, by the way, because they're all in agreement with you on that point, because we all detest paedophiles. Mm. They're, you know, abhorrent. But do you believe that if a person is convicted in a court by a jury of, say, raping a 12-year-old or an 8-year-old or whatever it happens to be under the age of 12, do you believe they should get the death penalty? What I was trying to say to you is that so many things are contradicting themselves. For example, introducing men to working in crashes. That's confusing for children when you're then telling them to be very careful with who they mix with on the road or outside here, who they talk to. That was my first point. The other thing would be then where they're normalizing teaching children from six years old in school about sexuality when they aren't even sexual. Mm-hmm. Then you have where you're going to tell them, again, they're not to go near men who would, may do this or may do the other. Then you have other things being taught to them. Um, which it's completely inappropriate, I think, to teach them anything to do with sex in schools in the first place that should be taught in the home that is not the job of a teacher in a school and it shouldn't be allowed and if it's pushed on you and your children take your children out but that's my take on that okay and, so, and that's fine some people have that take on us and that's okay too yeah. but, but I'm still missing where we're going with here's this conversation get, let, here, 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 get to the, the actual my, question I asked you yeah, yeah. Here, here's my point I don't like the thought of anybody's heart being stopped having said that if it's a law that's brought in because it's so bad or so rampant in society, and I believe it is, given what went on on Epstein's Island and whatever, and every time they can hurry over there with them, that's all coming out now. If it did come into law, it would be the law, and that would be it, and therefore you'd have to agree with it, if it's so rampant as it supposedly is. I've never agreed with the death penalty. However, if that was the law, I would have to agree with it. The thing about it is you'd have to be very sure that the person is genuinely guilty, but they seem to be setting people up to be in situations and have opportunities to commit paedophilia, and then they're going to electrocute them. 
So it just seems like a big contradiction to me. We're teaching infants it's okay for a man to undress them from toddler size, and then we're going to we're not, elect we're, we're, not, we're, not, we're not teaching infants it's okay for men we're, to undress them. That's, that sounds a bit weird, doesn't it? Why, just, just, be, just because a man is in, hold on, just because a man is in an occupation which is caring for children doesn't mean he's a groomer. I see it as grooming. I wouldn't well, so any him. man that's looking after a child, if the child is not his, he's a groomer. There's anything wrong with a man. No, no, no. I'm a, I've asked you a question, but Pauline. Do you believe that any man looking after a child, right, if the child is not his, is a groomer? No, I don't. But I would not put my child in a situation where, the, where it would be normal for a person of the opposite sex, not the nature and not the normal inclination of a man to work with children. I would not put my child in that I can tell you what I know. where it would be normalized. I, I know some men out there are far better than women are doing it. But stay there for a second. By the way, you do realize, Pauline, if you look at statistics, statistically speaking, women assault 50, children 50. more than men. You do realize that, by the way. No, no, 50-50. No, no, it's not. Actually, it's primarily women. Now, I will say that those uh, statistics are skewed by the very fact that women are more likely to be the carers of children. So the statistics are skewed. When it comes to sexual abuse, men are more are, are clearly guilty of sexual abuse of children, but women equally are, or not equally, but certainly a lot of women, and those numbers are rising, of women who are sexually abusing children. So what my point is, it seems to be that the whole world is setting the situation up uh, to be abused, where it's going to become more rampant because we're normalising what should not be normalised and immoral, I think, in my eyes, teaching them about sexuality when they aren't even sexual. Well, there's nothing sexual, there's nothing sexual about a care worker or a creche worker who happens to be a male undressing or dressing a child or changing their nappy. There's nothing sexual about that. I'm talking about, about normalising a man undressing an infant or a toddler, to me, is not good. It's just okay. not good. Okay, okay. Well, but stay, well, Pauline, stay there for a second. Let me go to so Angela. Six years old yeah. is not good. Okay, stay there. Stay there, Pauline. Angela, hi, how are you? Um, I'm just going to go to the chemist there to get some paracetamol because Jesus Christ, I have a pain in my head from her already. Mm. Like, she can't answer a straight question. The question is, basically, do you t- would you agree with the death penalty or something being brought in for paedophiles, right? And she's gone off on a rant. That has men working in crashes, nothing, yeah. Nothing to do with it. Absolutely nothing to do with the topic. You know, the topic is, if it is 100% proven <clears throat> that it's a paedophile and he has raped or molested or sexually assaulted a child, should he get the death penalty? And she can't even answer that. And by the, way, to, to, by the way, to be fair, you could also say she. There has been many instances very publicly recently of women who have abused children sexually. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I did answer the question. Absolutely. I did answer the question. She did actually question. answer in the end. Did she it? did. Yeah. She said she would yeah, agree with it if it was the law. No. Basically, what she's saying is you'd have to agree with it. No, you wouldn't have to agree with it. No, what you I said was if it was the law, I, I said if it was made law because it's becoming so rampant that it would be the law and therefore I would agree with it because it's becoming yeah. so rampant as it seems to so be, you... such as what's coming out about Epstein and the, that, that kind of thing that's been covered up for years you by those people realize, you in public, public figures you and what have you. Pauline, you do realise that you don't have to be in a crash to get sexually the assaulted or raped. I, my point was well, that shut people up about seem, the crash show. My po- well, you brought it up. You brought it up. Are you on to, to be the opposition or something? 
What do you mean am I on to be the opposition? Because the first statement what, you, you made was incorrect. What, you think they rang me and said, go against yeah, what you're saying? No, no, no. The first statement you made was incorrect. I said I would agree with it if it was the law. Now, so we're not on the subject of questions. Law, what I am trying to say, what I'm trying to say is society seems to be going down the road where they're normalising things that should not be normalised in children's Why lives. Why shouldn't they be normalised? Because I don't think they should be taught anything about sexuality. So you don't think, no, that's not, that's, this isn't, particularly this before isn't, or in and around no, six years of age in a school right? by total strangers. Just because a man is changing the child does you're not going mean back to he's the crash. Are you going to that go back to not... the crash so that you have something to argue? Well, what I said is, it seems like, on. my point is that it seems like everything in society is putting in harm's way children by normalising things that should not be normalised okay. at the ages they're normalised by people who are normalising them, such as teachers. Stop bringing it into it. Stop bringing it off the line and take a paracetamol. Then get off the line and take a paracetamol. I have taken, I've taken four of them. Jesus, I need them. It sounds like you're razor block. The thing is, so you're telling me, Pauline, that if something is brought into law, you have to... I'm not telling you anything. You're not interviewing me. I don't have to discuss anything with you. That is what you're saying. So you're... You're going to give yourself a headache. You are going saying, to yourself if, a law, if a law is brought in, you will agree with it, with anything, or just with this. You're not interviewing No, 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 I, no, I think that's a fair question, Pauline. So your answer to my question was, well, if it was the law, and it was obviously a problem in society, you would have to agree with it. There's a lot I, of things in society that are a problem, but I don't always agree with the, yeah. the solution or the law. I said that if it, if it was becoming so rampant as it appears it has become in some places such as America, if it was law, you would have to go along with it. Do me a favour, Angela and Polly, just stay there for a second. Let me just bring Jessica in as well. Jessica, hi, how are you? How are you? I feel like me and Angela are going in one of them grass hedges with Polly and um, logic and we're just hitting walls. And I'm so sorry, Angela, we need to get out of this hedge maze. Mm. Yeah, well, oh my God. well, well, Je- well Jessica, yeah. you were the one who actually gave me the idea for this topic, because oh, I was. yeah, you when were, on, yeah, because you were, citizen. yeah, because you're a law-abiding citizen, because you were on the podcast today and you were talking about paedophiles and you said the only mm-hmm. thing to do with them, and if you had your way, you would torture them. Mm-hmm. Because, mm. so, well, I now I know for a fact. No, you obviously literally wouldn't do that, obviously, right? Yeah. You know, well, no, because that would be illegal. But come. I, I, I that's why that's why I said to you I couldn't be a judge. Now I know sadly there will never be a torture law because the EU would be in a, they'd be yeah. in an uproar. Yeah. But at the very least, the, why should they be allowed to live? Why should they be allowed to breathe the same air as us exactly. after they destroyed a child mm-hmm. or destroyed like destroyed like someone so innocent, so pure, and then they decide I'm going to ruin that and I'm still going to get to breathe the same. Air, no, I wouldn't have it. Like if that, no, I don't have any kids. Before anyone starts screaming and shouting at me about that, but I have two nieces, and if and like I said to you earlier, if anyone went near them, I'd be getting done for, and I don't care. I do the time. I say, yeah, I did do it, and what? I did it all a favor. Yes, yes, I'd be right there with you because once again, I don't have kids either. Before everyone starts saying, no, you don't have kids, you don't have an opinion. <laughs> but um, you're invalid. Like that, I, I have a niece, and I have three nephews. And God help anyone, anyone who goes near them. 
But see, we all feel like Jess- that Jessica, Pauline and Angela, we all feel the same way when it comes to protecting children. Yeah. Okay, but, but here's the thing, right? Let me just put my logical hat on for a second because I actually feel the same way as all of you, right? Well, to, to some degree. Um, but in relation to this particular question, not everything else that we've discussed tonight. Um, but Jessica, you know, the law is the law is the law, right? And we have to be very careful how we implement the law. Because otherwise, we're just as bad. Like, let's say, for example, we got rid of the death penalty for murder in this country, okay? So you used to get the death penalty for murder, particularly murder of a guard of Sheikh Khan or a member of the security forces, right? But we took away that law because we considered that we're Western society, we're civilized, we deal, deal with things differently to other cultures around well, the world who have the death civilized. penalty. But, but yeah, but it's, so if we, if we catch some bloke and he's murdered a child or he's raped a child or whatever, and we say, right, that's it, public hanging, O'Connell Street tomorrow, you know, we're as bad, aren't we, really? Because it's uncivilized. No. But they, yeah, but they're uncivilized no. as well. They are. I know, but you don't, you don't, you don't fire with, you don't fight that fire with the same fire. You put them in jail. That's what we do. That's how we punish people. That's retribution in this country. You put them in jail and you throw away the key. Maybe I don't know. Well, maybe if, maybe if we did actually have an American sense of life, being you will stay in there till your natural, to the end of your natural days. But sadly, that's not what life is in this country. We know that. Yeah, 23, 22 years the most, yeah. And do you know what the Maybe worst thing is about this? Yeah, yeah. Niall, the other thing about this is when you look at the, the justice system here and the sentencing that they get, it's absolutely ridiculous. I, I agree with you. And I know a particular judge, let's not mention names, gets a lot of flack, yeah. right? Okay, now just before we go any further, right? Please don't mention any names, right? But I know a particular judge gets a particular hard time because those cases come before him quite a lot. But you have to remember that judges' hands are tied by the law. They're, they're quite restricted in the sentencing they can give, not only because of the law, the military manager's sentencing and maximum sentencing, but they're also restricted by the amount of prison sent, uh, places that we have. And they have to consider somebody who has a possibility of reoffending or maybe a danger to the public. So they take all sorts of views on board and mitigating circumstances by their sentencing. So if Johnny, who stabbed somebody in the middle of the street, comes before a judge and, you know, and then on the other hand, he has Peter, who you know, was caught with, say, a thousand images on his computer or something like that. They have to consider who is a more of a risk to society currently. They're both as bad as each other. Well, well, let me be clear. There are victims of both crimes. Absolutely. There's no doubt about that. But who is a more immediate danger to the public if Peter, who was never offended before, and the guards say our psychiatrist, he's unlikely to offend again. He's gone through a program. The guy with the knife is probably more likely to offend again. So they have to use that prison space for that person. So what I'm saying to you is there's a lot taken into consideration when they're given sentence. It's not just willy-nilly, pardon the pun. It's not oh, just willy-nilly. And, and, and by the way, I, I appreciate what everybody's saying. And if I have my way, if a guy is caught with his computer with, you know, a thousand images of kids on it in the nip or something like that, he should go to jail and throw away the key. I completely agree with you. But that's just not the way the justice system works. Unfortunately. You know the way you're saying there that he's like they're tied by especially like with prison space and all that. Like we said before, if have all the what I call petty crime out that we I have agree with you. To keep and, and, and that's a whole uh, that's a whole overhaul of the justice system that we need. Without yeah. a sh- that's but that's not but that's not up to the judge. To change, but not gonna happen. Yeah, but that's up to the Irish it's Penal Trust. That's up to the Minister of Justice, it's up to the Irish Penal Trust. It's not up to the judge to make those decisions. They work independently of the government. So the judges and the courts are independent of the state, are independent of the government. They have to be for obvious reasons. You know what I mean? No, I know that because, like, let's say I do have um, <clears throat> a couple of best friends who are prison mm. officers. 
you know, and like the the worst thing that I was I was speaking to Zoe about this. Head the worst, the worst, what? The um, worst thing. Yeah, go on. Yeah, well, go on, Angela. Just thing, yeah, go on. The worst thing. The what? worst thing about this is that paedophiles make actually the best prisoners. How do you figure that one out? No, they actually are. What, like they're model prisoners because they're shit scared that people are going to beat them up? They are, they are actually model prisoners. Well they, all, well, they all end up at the same prison. They all go to Arbor Hill or whatever it is, isn't it? They, they, Arbor Hill. Yeah. So okay. if, you, if, if you actually had a choice of where to go, that's where you'd go. Of course, yeah, because it's more like a hotel than a prison. So, well, stay there for a second, Pauline, Jessica and Angela. I need to go to Ingrid just before the break very quickly if I can. Ingrid, hi, how are you? I'm good, Ingrid. What would you like to say? I, I literally, I came in on the kind of um, end tail of this where uh, your one was talking about the childcare. Oh, um, Pauline, you know, yeah. yeah. Men not, not being in, in childcare, which what she was saying was utterly ludicrous because we have legislation, we have policies in early childcare. Men and women can go into childcare. We are trying to encourage men to go in because quite often they have qualities that women do not have. And that is very good for children. And as to changing a child, there is nobody in any setting, there is nobody changing a child, be it woman or male, who is in that room alone with that child. Because all settings now, will, they, they will have somewhere visual where it's private, but it's also that it's protection of the child, it's protection of the adult, so that, that nothing can go on towards that is going to affect that child, etc., etc. You know, we have legislation for child protection. We have policies. All of early learning childcare now, they are scrutinized by TUSA. They are scrutinized by inspection. We have to set the regulations of 2006 and 2006. We also have the legislation and of the shelter standards um, for the environment to protect the child and to keep all environments safe and healthy. All people, can, anybody can actually go into a childcare. I, I, Ingrid, I agree with everything that you've just said, and, and I don't see anything yeah. wrong with it at all. But here's, here's the thing. But four years ago, I had a woman on the air who owned a creche, and she told me yeah. she hired a man and the amount of parents that took their children or said they would take their children out of the crash unless she got rid of them was outrageous. And she ended up having to tell him, I'm sorry, you're going to have to go. So would I. That's, and that's the truth, Ingrid. And I, I completely disagree with that. But you know, I'd be I, appalled I, by that. I, I, I would be appalled by it, but I, would, oh, I, I can see because Ireland, the whole of Ireland needs to be re-educated. You can't just, you know... You cannot slot a male into a, 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 a well, no, well, it's quite insulting as a man for me to hear Pauline saying that we shouldn't normalise men changing babies or children's clothes because it's more or less suggesting that every man is tempted to sexually abuse yes, a child, yes. which is completely no, untrue. I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm saying what you're doing is you're normalising. You're normalising a person other than the child's father you're normalizing it no. for the child to be undressed by a person other, sorry, I was speaking, other than a person who is the child's father. Outside, it, of the, outside of the father, outside of the father, I do not think it's acceptable 
Can I ask you a question, Pauline? Can I, can I ask a question? Okay. Can I ask you a question? Do you, do you have children, Pauline? Don't you? Do you have children? Now you know that I miscarried. We oh, I know. okay, oh, I, okay, I, but I didn't know if you had or had any children since I was six years old. Okay. So I can assure you, I've reared, half okay. reared, and okay. uh, would you have an issue? Okay, life. okay. Would you have an issue with, mm. say, if a child was in hospital, say, a six-year-old in hospital, with a male nurse undressing no. or dressing a child? Well, what's not the in the care, not in the presence of parents. I wouldn't certainly. No, but they wouldn't always be in the presence of parents. I'm just saying. Would you have an issue? I would. I, I, would I probably would if I wasn't there. If you weren't, if you weren't there, so they'd have to call you every time they need to do something to the child. No, that wouldn't happen, would it? But I, I probably would be a bit concerned about it because I would not want wow. it to be normalised for my child to be undressed. Well, I, will you, will you know, when you, but Holland, with the greatest respect, if you're living on, if you're living on that level of paranoia, you know, in relation to, paranoia. in relation what to men. No, it's not. Yeah, paranoid. well, it is paranoid, if you no, ask me. No, 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 no. I mean, no, don't get me wrong. No, every not. parent should be no. cautious when it comes to children. No, but that's that's a whole new level is, of paranoia. No, Niles. No, it's not paranoia. What's happened is we've normalised everything, and we shouldn't do because it's causing problems. All right, just to clarify, by the way, I mentioned Florida, and North Dakota earlier on. It's actually Idaho. Sorry, it was what I was actually meant to say. It was Idaho just this week passed the laws, although there are people objecting to it, saying that it's. Um, it goes against the Eighth Amendment in America, which is cruel and unusual punishments, as far as I know. In other words, an unfair uh, sentence. I don't think it's unfair, but some people might believe it's unfair. Uh, by the way, on that point, Ingrid, just in relation to the question that I asked at the start before I come back to Jessica there, I mean, do you think it's unfair or cruel and unusual punishment to sentence a person who commits such a heinous crime against a child under the age of 12 to death? So in states in America now, they've just brought in the death penalty for anybody who sexually uh, assaults or abuses a child, in other words, rapes a child or, or whatever it is. Um, do you believe that's uh, unfair? Yes. Is that I don't believe too far? I don't believe it's a death penalty for anybody. Okay. But it, it would be impossible, according to most scientific evidence and professors who have studied this, it's impossible to re-educate a paedophile because it's a sexual predilection to children. In other words, that's like suggesting to a heterosexual, you know, we can teach you not to be sexually yes. attracted to women, or if I'm a man, for example, you know. Yes. So, in other words, you would keep you would keep them in prison. Keep them in prison. Do something in that they, you know, that yeah. will basically contribute to society, so that they, you know, you know, we're not if we're not going to be able to re-educate, re-adapt, or anything, then keep them in prison. But I don't, I don't believe in a death penalty for anybody. Okay. Okay, Ingrid, sorry about that, but your line, I know you're driving, so your line is difficult to hear you, but I appreciate your comments. 
Uh, Jessica, stay there because Steve wants to say something to you. I think, Steve, hi, how are you? Right, first of all, <clears throat> this, is oh, going to no. sound, um, this is going to sound controversial. But in my eyes, it should be obvious that it shouldn't be controversial. You can, you can, and I'm p putting the emphasis on the word can, you can get over sexual assault. You can't get over debt. And I heard your podcast today, and I was fuming. Oh, at, oh hold on a second, Jessica. Hold on a second, Jessica. Jessica, hold on a second. Hold on a second. You said that you would like to torture people. You said that it would be okay to inflict pain on other human beings and torture them and kill them. Beings. I'm certain, yes, of course they're human beings. No, no, hold on a second. They are human beings. I could, look, yes, go to prison. I don't give a shit about them going to prison. But nobody, and I mean nobody has the right to torture another human. And if you have predilections to torture people, you are a sick, You're sick You're making it sound like I'm taking random people. You were a well, well, hang on with, with a great. Well, well, hang on one, one at a time. Sorry, sorry, Jessica. Say what you want to say. He's making Dave's making it sound like I'm saying, "Oh yeah, Johnny down the road there. Yeah, let's torture him." No, I said to, I even said to you very clearly, Noel. If I had it my right. way, I would have it purely reserved for them pieces of crap. And I'm okay, really trying to watch my language, but when I don't have the time for them. Jessica, Jessica, let me ask you a question. Um, a paedophile sexually assaults a child for their gratification okay you would hurt a paedophile for your gratification now what makes you it better my than gratification. them it's karma it's gratification no it's not karma. It's karma there's no such thing as fucking karma karma doesn't exist it, well, well, it's, it's not for jessica's gratification it's for society's gratification i suppose steve okay it's okay. Re it's called retribution isn't it Hold on a second. You agree with Steve, Pauline? I do because look, either it's the death penalty. You can't go around. No, no, no. Just, just let me say, explain what I'm trying to say. I do agree if it was law that you would have to say, right, this is what that person did. It's the death penalty for them. There's you nothing you can do about it. No, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. You cannot. You cannot co continuously torture somebody because they committed a particular crime, be it pedophilia or any other well, one. You can't they continuously. They are they a human being. Hold on a second. They are a human being, and they you cannot take beings. some. You cannot take some some sense of satisfaction out of perpetually torturing or crucifying them. But we get satisfaction out of putting people in jail for the rest of their lives. Well, I, well, for paedophilia? No, for anything. We get satisfaction out of putting people in jail or in a small cell with, the, with a little portable right. jacks you're, and everything. We get satisfaction taking, out of that. It's not. You're, that's you're not taking the right. Well, it, well you, would, you would argue, depending on what country you're in the world and what prison you're gone to, it is statistic. No, statistic. No, hold on. Jessica, Jessica has obviously displayed her sadistic side in the way she spoke. No, no, no. She spoke emotionally. No. She spoke no, emotionally, and I have to tell you, Steve, I would agree with her in some sense. No, well, hang no, on, let me let me finish what I'm going to say. If it was my child, you didn't let me. If it was my child, and somebody did it to my child, I would feel just like Jessica. Okay, so Niall, let me you ask you a question. You could not do tip, that. Tip would, Niall. Like I wouldn't wish this on any child, and I think uh, pedophiles are really sick individuals, and I don't mean sick oh, psycho individuals. Feel. I mean sick in but the they're head. Human. No, okay, I just yes, they are they're human. Sick in the head. No, I mean, they're, 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 they're perverted. Okay, they're perverted. They, no, they're they, evil. They, they, 
There's there's something seriously wrong with them that they would be evil. attracted to children. They're evil. But, okay, Wait, let me ask. Evil. Claudia's throwing in a few nouns there, just just for use for good measure. That's what they are. That let me ask they Jessica are. a question. Okay, they are. You're right. Jessica, okay, go. No, let me ask Jessica a question. Okay, Jessica. Over in the United what? States, there has been a huge, and I mean a massive increase, in female teachers having sex with underage boys. Now I'm talking about 14, 15 years of age, teachers having sex. Do they deserve to die? Yeah, they're sickos. They deserve to die. Now, I said to a friend of mine today, after listening to the podcast, I said, listen, I said, if you were in school when you were 14, 15 years of age, I said, and your teacher came over to you, some, a woman, and she had sex with you, I said, well, do you think she should die? And he said, no, I'd give her the medal. Now, well, that, well, that was your friend. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. That hold just, on, yeah, with, with the greatest respect, Steve, that's a, he, your friend doesn't speak for everybody. Let me finish what I'm going to say. Yeah. There was a very famous episode of South Park, a hilarious episode, where that scenario was played out. And one of the boys was being molested by a teacher in school. His brother went into the police station. And when he went into the police station, he told them what was happening. And the police officer's response was, nice, nice, Yeah, nice. but South Park. We're, we're talking about real life here, not South Park. The okay. Reason, the we reason, are, there, there has been numerous cases Thousands of cases of young boys who've been abused in schools or colleges by male yeah. or female teachers, by the way. Mm-hmm. There was only one recently by a female, by the way, a woman who sexually abused a young I boy. And it's despicable. My, my point you is, my point, my point is, when it's boys who are molested, people don't seem to give a crap whatsoever. Yes, they do. When it's when it's a woman. Yes, yes, they are. Did I say you? Did I say you, Jessica? I said, people Look, in general, like people. people in general, a.k.a. my friend, a.k.a. the TV show I just you referenced. Mean, this is what I'm saying. There's a lack of sympathy. There, will you let me... I, I, Steve, I'm not disagreeing with you. There is a different viewpoint of it, and there's certainly a different attitude towards it, because I remember that very famous case going back about six years ago with the teacher, I think, in Dublin somewhere. I can't remember where it was, who had sexually announced she was a teacher in her 20s who seemingly was on OnlyFans or something as well, but she had sexually abused some 15 or 16-year-old, and there was loads of people on Twitter going, giving him a high five, right, because she was so good-looking. Now, by the way, she got a year in jail, from what I remember, and she'll never teach again. But in, say- in saying that, you know, it depends on the person. It depends on their guardians because they ha- are not of an age of consent, so they can't consent to it happening. So, <coughs> mm-hmm. me. and you know, and who takes a case against them? No, I'm, I can't decide how somebody else feels. I'm trying to point out the double standards here, and I would. But, but it like still is say, taking advantage of I a child, whether you're a woman or a man, by the way. No. Niall, if something did happen to your child and you, a gun was put into your hand and you, you were given the opportunity to be the executioner, would you do it? Okay, I'm going, to say, I'm going to say exactly what Jessica said, right? If it was my child and somebody sexually abused my child under the age of 12, and some man, for example, because that's what we're talking about, a stereotypical situation here, I yeah. would put a bullet in his head. But I want to be fair and say I would expect to go to jail for that. Well, Niall, and I would say to you, you are a sick puppy too. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. You can say yeah. what you want You're to. You're the sick puppy saying yeah. that they're human. Sorry, Steve. They lost their humanity. Of course they, they're 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 okay, that's you that's just my emotions. That's just my emotion speaking. And that's what Jessica's talking about. This is what we're talking about. We're talking about retribution. People want retribution for very serious crimes. Realistically, 
in the situation you just explained to me, I would expect the person to go to jail for the rest of their lives for doing such a horrible thing. Now, thankfully, or mm-hmm. not thankfully, sadly in Ireland, that doesn't happen. Life isn't life. Yeah, well, they don't even get life for, for you know, for rape in this country, six to 12 years probably. Uh, if you're, if you're mm-hmm. really, really unlucky, you'd get 12 years. Very unlucky. Yeah, well, I just, I genuinely, in the bottom of my heart, I, there was a, you should know the story too, Niall. There was a guy, I think it was Tipperary somewhere, don't quote me on that, but he had moved into a housing estate and everybody was saying he was a child molester. And it turned out he was. He had molested a, a couple of kids. A woman knocked on his door who wasn't even from the fucking area, knocked on his door and stabbed him to death, stabbed the man to death. She went to court and she was released and because they said it was under duress or some weird explanation for it. I don't want sick bitches like her or Jessica or you, you in society who could pick up weapons. I, I wouldn't do that. I, but hold on for a second. Jessica wouldn't do that. Jessica doesn't prowl the streets at night with oh, a knife in her hand. No. I, and by the way, I don't condone that behaviour. I don't condone walking up to the door or being a vigilante. I trust in the justice system, even though it fails me every now and again. I trust in the justice system to deal with it. We're talking about a justice system in America which has decided because of you people there was a vote. Well, well, I said, I said to you, that's my emotion speaking. But I expect that a person would go to you jail. Said you'd do it. Yeah, and I would expect to go to jail for doing that because that's equally illegal. By the way, can I just point no, out? No, anybody who can kill another human. You have a child, being, haven't you? Sick. You have a child. Yes, I do. Yeah. Stop saying they're human because they're not. Of they course, they're humanity. Bro- the minute- well, well, you, well, went, you went down, and, and the, the last girl you went out with had a fourteen or fifteen year old. You told me who was being bullied in school, and you went down and you boxed the head off the bully. Absolutely. Ah. Absolutely. Oh, that's okay, so, is it? It's okay no. for you to dish out your form of justice, but I if anybody know. else says oh, it, well, then it's not okay. That. Don't compare the two, Niall. Do not compare the I'm two. I'm talking about how you feel when a family member, by the way, is a victim of violence. I'm going to put a bullet in someone's head. Well, we're talking about the death penalty in general. Now, Pauline doesn't agree with it. You clearly don't agree with it. You, By the way, do you agree with the death penalty at all under any circumstances? Not at all. Not in any situation. Don't care what it is. Anybody who can kill another human being for any reason, whether it's revenge, if they, killed, if they killed your entire family, you do not have any right to kill another human being. Well, well you do in law for self-defense, by the way. That's not true. In some countries you do actually in some countries you do in law have a right to self-defense. I don't know if you can hear me now but yeah. there's a difference between murdering somebody and killing somebody. If somebody does something to harm your little child of course you're going to feel like you want to do the worst thing. Absolutely. You can imagine That's what I'm talking about. I know and I I understand that but we know that we cannot do that. And I'm aware, I'm well aware of that and that's why I said if I did something like that I should accept that I would go to jail for it because it's a crime. Yeah, but yeah. if it was the law that the person had to, and and everybody knew it was the law, and they continue to do what they do, which is to commit a, what do they call it, a heinous crime, mm. such as uh, mm. abusing or molesting a little infant or a child. I mean, they're not all 12-year-olds and 14. Some of them are 4- and 5-year-olds. That's why I'm saying Absolutely. everything in society, everything in society is setting these children up to be objectified by the likes of... I, 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 I do agree with you, by the way, that parts of society I don't agree with that does objectify children. I agree with that point, but I don't agree with the first point that you made earlier. But actually, let me just go to Dominic very quickly, if I can, before the news. Dominic, hi, how are you? Hi, Niall, how are you doing? You're there. Good, Dominic, um, what do you want to say? Sorry, I'm very short time. I've only got two no, minutes, I but make that. it quick. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. 
Okay, quick one. Uh, I kind of agree with Pauline <clears throat> regarding basically these uh, regarding mail within the crash. Okay, I have two kids, uh, went through crash system and school system, etc. Um, it's more about risk side of things concerned. So I, I wouldn't feel comfortable with my child being undressed, um, uh, basically Why? a boy or a girl. Why? Um, where there, when, when there actually, when, when there's no other, another, no other adult present. Would you agree if it was a woman that was doing it? Would you have a problem then? Would I have a problem then? I probably would still have a problem. Yeah, um, it, it's just expo- like back in the nineties. I would have taught golf, and even back then, basically before even child protection came in, I was even conscious, basically making sure that um, when I'm teaching kids, is, that, is that not a bit paranoid, Dominic? Because the amount of no. paedophiles in the world is really small, be they male Correct. or female, okay. really small. Let, so let, the chance of anything yeah. like that but, happening are slim. Yeah, okay, so we now have a country that's basically saying the death penalty for being a paedophile. Yeah. So you, you're now exposing yourself to potentially the death penalty, even from you from a, from a risk perspective, actually undressing that child in that crash. So from a, from a duty of care for the worker, duty of care to the child, etc., safeguarding, basically there should be two adults present when a child's been undressed. Mm. Simple as. Okay, um, so that's, that addresses that point. Uh, regarding basically death penalty, um, whether you agree with it or not, it, obviously everyone will have their own opinion. Um, ultimately, the, the purpose of actually uh, what you call retribution or uh, punishment, what have you, from a court system's perspective, is not the reason why we trust in the courts is because it removes the emotions from the family. So it, it, it dates right back to Brehan law, uh, whereby you have a situation whereby if you kill my, if you kill, if you kill one of my members of my my clan, I'm going to kill a member of your clan. And it just keeps going. Okay, mm-hmm. so so therefore the law steps in and actually prescribes the correct amount of uh, retribution. So it kills it. So it takes a, takes that risk or it takes that onus of actually looking for comeback from the family and ex- escalating from that perspective. The question is basically, would a uh, paedophile basically? Uh, we, we don't. Yeah. By the way, Dominic, just on that note, we don't remove yeah. that completely from the court system because we do have a victim impact statement, for example. Um, also, yeah. in some court systems, like Japan, for example, they allow the uh, the victim's parents or family to decide on the sentence. So, in some court systems, they still allow that. And even in the Irish court system, we allow a victim impact statement, which can, by the way, you know, uh, you know, encourage the judge to give a different sentence, et cetera, et cetera. So we do allow some emotion into a court. But but ultimately, it, ultimately, apart from Japan, we just mentioned that, which I wasn't aware of, but ultimately it comes to a decision relating to a judge who basically is on their head. It's, the, it's that black uh, handkerchief that goes on that judge's head, if that makes sense, not a member of the family. Okay? Mm. So, so the question is, should a paedophile basically be executed? My personal opinion would be yes. Okay, that'd be my view. Um, do I would I want to actually pull the trigger as you mentioned earlier on? I wouldn't. I'd rather base the court system do that. No, well, I, I don't get me wrong. I mean, Steve asked me that question. Obviously, I've never killed anybody in my life, and I don't think I'm no. capable of doing it. But from an emotional point of view, I understood the point Jessica made that if it was my child and somebody had done that, you would feel like you would want to kill the person. Yes, you would expect to go to jail for doing something like that because that's yeah, equally I, I as mean, bad a, a crime. Re- a, re- a really, really good movie to watch. A uh, really good movie. Uh, one of my favourite movies is basically Law Abiding Citizen. I've, okay, I've watched it, yeah. I've watched it. Yeah. Okay, and that, that, that's basically this entire conversation in basically a movie. Okay, but okay. So, so in relation to the two states in America which recently brought in the death penalty, Florida and Idaho, yeah. so they brought in the death penalty for anybody who um, is found guilty of sexually assaulting or abusing a child under the age of 12. Um, yeah. Do you believe that's acceptable? 
if they're 100% guilty, 100%, uh, we, we do know there's obviously miscarriages of justice, except in the United States. Uh, but if they're 100% guilty, I think that they see, yeah, I'd, I'd actually agree. Yeah, in other words, if they're at the top end of the scale, I, you know. Yeah, yeah, 100%, yeah, good luck. You, you, you're, you're not really, you're not going to fix this person to not rehabilitate this person. This person's got a fortune in co- regarding housing them in a, in a prison. Um, this person basically knew what they were doing in advance because they're an adult. They, we all have urges of different different natures. We don't act upon those. They chose to act upon those. Now, real people, real opinions. Nighttime Talk with Niall Boylan. Ireland's classic hits radio.